This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Yeah. Well, we were talking about uh, the Nightline interview a few minutes ago, and, and I wanted to play uh, some more cuts from that. But I just found this tweet from uh, Byron Pitts last night. Byron Pitts is is the um, uh, anchor, anchor. of uh, Nightline. Yeah. Can you believe it's been 10 years already, or 11 years, since Ted Koppel left? I mean, that's, that's amazing. But Byron uh, uh, retweeted this about you last night. Tonight at Nightline, the polarizing Glenn Beck. As smart and decent a man as I've ever met, there is more to him. Hmm. Wow. Do you know what his life is like today? I know. He just probably brought down a firestorm on himself. That's... That's amazing. What was the response, Jeffy? Uh, one response was, uh, you should meet more people. <laughs> <laughs> and it, but he responds to that in such a great way. He said, that's awesome. Maybe so. Thanks for waiting. Wow. Why did your microphone turn off there? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I've, I don't I've, know um, I've notified New York. That, oh, yeah. Continue. Oh, I want to phase right. him out. He didn't <laughs> oh, notice. I just want to phase him out. 50% I mean, of your the mic time was fine. Microphone. That's what I meant to yeah. say. His microphone will be on 50% of the time. Uh, but I, I found this clip uh, somewhat interesting as well on the, on the show last night. I don't like conflict, believe it or not. Say what? Yeah, I know. I know. You made your living. No, on conflict. I didn't. No, I haven't. I've, I've made about four years of my life out of conflict and, and i would i would interject not even that i mean we didn't we didn't make a living out of conflict no we made a living out of speak our speaking our minds and some of it pissed people off yes That's i am different. trying to well okay hang on just a second. well okay hang on just a second you are trying to be different you're trying I'm to trying to understand yes and i am trying to understand and this is what i had uh, i spoke to samantha b about um, and we'll continue to speak uh, about with her if she is who I hope she is, if she is honest. Um, and she has struck me as that. Let me give you a, a point on this one before I go on. Samantha B found the same people that NPR. Play that NPR piece again. This is, you know, the media, Hillary Clinton is all up in arms about fake news, right? Mm-hmm. NPR, your tax dollars. PBS found one of the main guys on fake news and has forgiven him because he's only doing this to get the left. So they did this puff piece on him on NPR. During the run up to the election, fake news really took off. It was just anybody with a blog can get on there and find a big, huge Facebook group of kind of rabid Trump supporters just waiting to eat up. This red meat that they're about to get served caused an explosion in, in the number of sites. Kohler says they've tried to write fake news for liberals, but they never take the bait. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's not even true. No, it's not true. It's not even true. These, these, he has just passed fake news to NPR. Mm-hmm. And, fa- and NPR yeah, has just passed the fake news to the audience. They and so, want it to be true. Right. And now NPR... People will quote NPR that say that liberals don't believe fake news. It's a human condition. It's not a conservative condition. 
and give me the actual study stats. I don't have it in front of me, but it was BuzzFeed just released that I can pull it up. It was something like 75% of people, and it was both uh, sides. Both sides. Both sides. Uh, believe fake news. Okay. Equal numbers. Right. right. It's not a, it's a human condition. Mm-hmm. So Samantha B, she had, she brought that guy on and did an interview with him um, on her show. She filleted him, I'm told. Took oh. him apart and gave him no quarter. Good. Good. Right? Good. Yeah. That's the way we have to be. Yeah. And if you're willing to, but I am telling you, it's going to take a, it's going to take people willing to say, I want to hear, I want to hear a from the other side. I want to listen to them. And then I also want to hear how they perceive what I have said, because perception is, is reality. And then let me share how you're being perceived by my tribe. And if everybody wants to listen and learn from that, that's great. It's just, it seems like a one-sided affair right now. But, right. Only one side here's, listening to the other wait, saying, wait, 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 hey, wait. maybe we should but do this here's the, here's the difference. Here's, what's, here's where, why we have an opportunity that we've never had before, Okay. First of all, would you all agree that what everybody is doing, just calling each other names, is not working and not making us better? Of course. Yeah. Okay. We'd all agree that doing the same thing that they did to us now that we've won is going to make things, they're going to make them hate us. It's counterproductive. Right. Okay. So we all agree on that. If somebody has a better idea, I am open. Okay, but we have to talk to one another. Now, here's the opportunity that we have that we've never had before. Right now, we can empathize because of the last eight years. We all felt exactly the way they did. And I contend not in 08 as much as is 12. I did. I felt it in 08. No, 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 no. (laughs) You felt one half. You felt one half. You felt, wow, how did this guy go get in? Um, well, it's because of the media, they didn't highlight all these things. Then we spent four years activating people and saying, wake up, people, wake up, look what you're in bed with, right? Yes, yes. And in 12, it was worse because you were like, oh my gosh, this is who the American people just might be, right? Yes, that is true. This, that's what they feel like. They feel that they're having our 12 experience. Yes, and the hard part about that is, the right doesn't care. It's like, so what? Now you get to experience good. it. Right, and that's good. the wrong that's, way to go. That's the wrong way to go. Wrong way to go. Continues to tear the country apart. But what I take issue with is us being blamed for creating this massive division as if on purpose, as if we made a living specifically setting out to divide the country. It's not the case. That's not what we did. We set out to inform, but at the same time entertain. Yes. And when that happened... Yes, sometimes it, it turned so, out to be divisive. That's why it is important for me to be with Samantha B. Because right now, people watch Samantha B on our side. And this is why I said to her when we did an interview, I stopped it halfway through and I said, this is not, this is not working. And she said, yes, it is. It's great. And I said, no, it's great for you. And it's great for your audience. But it's not great for me. I've turned down every comedy show because I know how it works. You say things in a sarcastic, funny way, and it makes your side go, oh, yeah, you got him. (laughs) 
<laughs> and it makes my side hate you and your audience. Uh-huh. And so it, it, we, we, we don't, nobody wins. Nobody wins. Mm-hmm. Um, there has to be two winners. It's called reconciliation. We both have to walk away feeling good about it. That's the first step. And to be able to say to Samantha, I couldn't say to Samantha today or maybe even a month from now, although she will probably hear this, so I might as well just look in the camera and say, Samantha, this is what I want to talk to you about. And that is George Lang, my communist friend, who's a deep, deep friend, um, who is a very big liberal, and I love him. He's the photographer, and everybody in this audience loves George Lang. He is so embraced by this audience because he's open and he's loving. He doesn't hate. He loves this audience and um, because he's gotten to know this audience. He has said to me for years, Glenn, my side is not hearing what you're saying because the language you're using And the way you're saying it, it's not connecting. And I'm like, well, you have to get over it, George. You have to get over it. Okay, well, I've said that now for eight years to him. And it's not working. So maybe we do have to change our language. And now I have the opportunity, a unique opportunity to go and say, okay, remember how I made you feel? That didn't feel good, did it? That was awful. And it really hurt you. Right. I know you're not going to want to hear this. And you might, you might spend the next eight years saying, uh, shut up, Glenn. You're just going to have to get over it. But don't make the same mistake I made. We're not going to get over it. You're, you, you have to humble yourself. I didn't. You have to humble yourself and say, okay, wait a minute. Tell me exactly why. What is it that I'm saying that you're interpreting as this awful thing because I'm only doing it for to get everybody to watch, to get everybody to be entertained. And that's what Samantha B said. Look, I'm a comedy show and I'm doing comedy. I don't know how you do it, Sam. You, <laughs> I don't know how you do it. How many times be, do we say that? Right. How many times have I said that on the air? Over I don't know again. how to do this show. I don't know how to do this show. And There's, not divide people. And not divide people, especially in when a pendulum is swinging to the we generation. The we generation as opposed to the me generation. It, it is defined as not who your friends are. but And how many times have we all said this? I wear my enemies as a badge of honor. That describes a we generation. I don't think I've it's, ever said that. Uh, I have. Media Matters hates me. Good. I wear that as a badge of honor. So that is stereotypical we generation. So it's going to go against all, all things that will make you successful, if you will. Um, we have to define ourselves by who we can bring to our side, even if we disagree the only way we're going to stop violence from each other should there be really bad things that go down is by knowing each other and going, no, 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 no. That's not what they meant. That's not what they meant. And you'll never get there if you compromise your principles. Now, I, I'm going to say one thing that's kind of controversial, but I, I would like you to consider it. 
because I can't take Glenn Beck has changed. I can't take it anymore. Yes, I have changed. I've softened my approach because for many reasons, one of them is just I'm older and wiser now. And you can't go through the last 10 years that I've gone through and not do self-examination. And I'm older and I'm wiser now. So yes, I have changed my approach, but not one principle have I changed. Not one. You don't believe me? Go back to an article on me in uh, GQ from 10 years ago, and you will see I am saying, like, it's spooky. Somebody sent it to me the other day, and they're like, uh, look at this article. You're the most consistent man in the media. And it's almost like word for word. It could be an article written about me today. And uh, they come in in 2010 with an open mind and open cameras, they would have found the same guy as well. Yeah, Nightline would have found exactly the same thing had they done that in 2010. So I haven't changed on principles. If we sell out our principles, there's no hope. There's no hope. But if you stand on principles and perhaps change your approach, you're never going to get the you're never going to get the media matters and I don't want the media matters. The yes, principles please. are wrong. But you can get those people who are honestly questioning the world. Nightline. Nightline did it. I hope Samantha B is doing it because I'll never watch Samantha B and come, be comfortable with the language or the approach or Amazingly, you had a good conversation with the New York Times. Nobody would have expected that five years ago. And and nobody knows what was said in that New York Times. And I would be comfortable releasing every word of that New York Times meeting with the editorial board. Every single word I would be comfortable releasing. People think I sold out my values there. They don't know. They have no idea. Just because I met with the New York Times. Yeah, no. Here's the problem. Churchill... Uh, I mean, uh, Neville Chamberlain met with Hitler. Okay. He sold out his values to be able to achieve something that was unachievable. You couldn't achieve that with Hitler. Mm-hmm. You can meet with the worst person in the world as long as you hold on to the truth and your values. And sometimes you can make progress. Sometimes you can't. We have to try. We have to try. Watch I, I really, next week maybe we'll talk, or maybe next year we'll talk about the way we behave online because we have to be a peculiar people. We have to stand out in this society quickly. Quick update before we go to the break. Uh, President-elect Trump picks Goldman Sachs President and COO Gary Cohn to be National Economic Council Director. <clears throat> and the Been swamp on the is edge al- of my seat for that. The swamp is almost dry. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 